be bop be bop bidi boop boo bop boop be bop bidi bop bo. How's that? I mean, the sure? sound sounds good. The sound? Beep, bop, beep, bop, beep, bop, bow. Boop, boop, beep, bop, beep, beep, beep. Beep, bop, beep, bop, beep, 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 boop. Is that good? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Ready? Okay. Most movies are made in studios with big budgets. But not these. No. These sequels and prequels are crafted on the fly. Today. You'll never see these movies. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Making Number Two. On the fly pitches for sequels and prequels that should not exist. I'm Allie Gordon. And I'm Marty Scanlon. And we are coming at you hard and fast with one today. Happy DCM, Allie. Wow, thank you so much. I can't wait for this episode to be released not during DCM. Yeah, well, I'm sorry that you're not in the spirit of of, of, uh, of improv. You're right. I'm never in the spirit of improv. <laughs> I came over to America on a ship called the Spirit of Improv. Yeah, that's exactly right. My whole family did from Latvia. Really? Yeah. That actually, honestly... Ties so well into the movie <laughs> we're doing today. That's very, very good. Um, so I, I told Allie just to read up a quick synopsis of the movie that we're doing today, which I also just read and remembered that it's an amazing, amazing do you want movie. Me to give, do you want me to give what I th- is like a 40-second summary? Please. Uh, should I say the movie first? Yeah, go ahead. The movie that we're doing today is Holes, based which, on the, yes. uh, the young adult novel Holes by... I don't know if we're saying his name right. Louis Sekar? I always heard Sekar. Louis Sekar. Louis Sekar. That's what I've always heard. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Mr. S, if you're listening to this, thanks for writing a good book. And if you're not, fuck you, asshole. What? Why no way. I would never that? say that. He is a true bastion of young adult fiction. <laughs> he's a true bastard. bastard. <laughs> no, he's like, like, truly, though, like, think of all the books you like. Yeah, Ringer. Yeah. Holes. And the rest. <laughs> I just mean like there is there is a time in your life when you are a young adult when you're like, I just want to be treated like an adult. Yeah. And his books are meant for young audiences and Dude. treats them like adults. I totally agree. And then that's a very special talent. Yeah. Um, okay. So get, hit me with that 40-second synopsis. I'm going to time it. Okay, 40-second synopsis. Okay, I'm going to talk on. so fucking fast. Faster than usual? Yeah. Holy Toledo! Okay, I'm timing you. It's going to be at 40. I'll give you 45 seconds. I'll give you 45 because I'm a nice man. Who's the name? What's the name of the fortune teller? We never found it. Madame Leota. No, Madame Leota. That's, that's from not it. the haunted mansion. <laughs> she goes, spirits, wintrays, sing me a spell. She has a name, though. That's Show really good. me you're here by ringing a bell. Madame something or other. Madame Zeroni. Zeroni. Madame Zeroni. Zeroni. That's right. Hector Zeroni. Hector Zeroni. Exactly. A joke for my brother Evan, and that's it. Okay, ready? Uh huh. I am starting the talk. The talk. I am going to start the talk at 42 minutes. Welcome back to the talk. I'm Julie Chen. And I'm Marty Scanlon. (laughs) Oh, you're the guest on the talk this week, huh? I I didn't know who else was on the talk. Wow. Get up on your culture. Get up on your culture. Fuck you. Get up on your culture. All right, ready? Yeah. And go. Okay. Oh, my God. No, stop. It's three minutes and 45 seconds. Ready? Yeah, give me three minutes and 45 seconds. No, 45 seconds on the clock. Olmec, 45 seconds on the clock. <laughs> I can't figure st- out how to put this silver monkey together. You could start by <laughs> doing a synopsis of holes by. Okay, is it started Louis for Nathan. real? Yes, it's ready. Are you counting down? No, I'm starting. Okay, okay, okay. In three, two, two, Mo, 45 seconds on the clock. Stop. Thank you so much, Thank Mark. Thank you so much. Today Mark. we're going to be watching Ali do a sort of synopsis in 45 seconds. You have to hit all three buttons for the crag row crag to lag the giraffe. This is Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> of the aggro crag. <laughs> all right, ready? Yes. Olmec, 45 seconds on the clock. Mo, 45 seconds on the clock. Marty, 45 seconds on the clock. <laughs> Got it. And go. 
Stanley Yelnats is a young kid who's living with his family that has been famously cursed by Madame Zeroni, and they have bad luck. His family's really poor, and he also gets caught stealing shoes that weren't really stolen. He didn't really do it. Uh, so he gets sent to a juvenile detention center where they seconds. dig holes all day out in the middle of the desert, and it is run by this mean lady named, like, Warden, Warden Walker or whatever it is, and then, like, Mr. Sir, and then blah, 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 blah. He meets, a bu- he meets a bunch of kids, and they're all like, okay, you, can you hack it? And he can because he finds a cool lipstick. And then what we happens is we flash back, and we find out that there is – the reason they're digging holes is there is treasure left in the desert somewhere because Kissing Kate Barlow was in love with, a, a, with an African-American One. onion seller. Oh, Instead of a, I'm so wait. sorry, but uh, that's you're off the podcast now. I'm going to replace on. you. Hold on. Before the audience for real, I am going to finish this in the next 10 seconds. Okay, I'll give you 10 seconds on the clock. Stop. 10 seconds on the clock. Olmec, 10 seconds on the clock. Marty, 10 seconds on the clock. And begin. There was nine seconds. Okay, stop. You're <laughs> All right, keep going. I'm not timing you. Uh, he, she was. You know what it's like now to to do something with you. What do you mean? That I'm giving you a hard time. You usually give me such a hard time. I love to give you a hard time. I don't time your hard time. I say you can have as much okay, fun as you, you want. You time my hard time every time. Ew. And you can take that to the bank. And you can take that to the bank. To the gosh damn money bank. To summarize this in like 10 seconds for real, Kissing Kate Barlow was being courted by a really rich guy, but she was in love with an African-American onion seller who always would say, I can fix that. And that was, that was hot. Sexy. sexy is exactly right. It's just sexy. You'd be like, um, I could chop that onion. The guy who was rich was jealous, and so he killed... The, Sam, the onion killed, man. His name is Sam. Sam, the onion man. Great. He killed Dulé Hill. And, um, what? Dulé Hill. Oh, I thought you said... Get he, up on your culture. I thought you said he called Dulé Hill. He called Bale Hill. Uh, and so Kissing Kate, so Kiss Kate Barlow stole some treasure, killed like a policeman and ran away. And she was like, well, my fucking, the treasure is somewhere in this desert, which is why. Nine seconds. Ca- Captain Walker or whatever, who is a descendant of the rich Walker, is like, all these kids are going to get warden, out in the desert. Warden Walker. Warden Walker. All these kids are going to go out in the desert and dig, dig some fucking holes. Turns out she ain't even a warden. She's just a criminal. And she's just getting kids to do free labor. Uh, and anyway, they break the curse and it rains and they arrest the bad guys. And then Stanley gets to be good and happy. And his dad makes a lot of money. And they even reunite Hector Zeroni, a.k.a. Zero, with his mommy. Yeah. So the one thing Thank that you. I want... That was very good. I'm, that was extremely impressive. Thank well you. done. This is the part where I add sound effects if we were in a radio show. Wow, that sound effect is so good that you just so added horny. that you just added in post. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, the one thing I want to add is that Mr. I think Mr. Sir always says this is not a Girl Scout camp. And okay. in the book, when it rains, the property of Camp Green Lake is turns a Girl Scout into camp? a Girl Scout camp. Like later in life? Later in life. That's funny. They're like, and Camp Green Lake was the home of the first ever Girl, Girl Scout, Scout camp. camp. So the pitch that I bring to you today. You bet this better be true because your whole pitch depends on this one one fact. Well now you have me freaked out. I'm gonna look it up. Well just because just because your whole pitch is dependent on it. You know what you I'm gonna do while you look it up? He? Yes. Oh my god, Allie. I'm sorry. I'm back. Is it a Girl Scout camp? Yes. Okay, great. So the pitch that I'm bringing you today is Holes to Camp Green Lake. Uh, I'm working title because it's going to have a better title. Okay, we'll figure it out. Um, so what I'd like to have happen is that basically it's like we see a desert. We open on like a barren desert and it's full and full of holes and full of holes. And then slowly kind of like, um, I, I don't know what, like some sort of time lapse, like in gangs of New York, that weird shot at the end where you see the twin towers and there's that old gravestones of, yeah, of, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Daniel Day Lewis and, um, Liam Neeson. They're like their gravestones next to each other, the butcher and the priest. Dry little priest. And um, 
there are the two gravestones there and like you see a time lapse where like the world trade center gets built up and the grass grows over yeah. the gravestones and it's like and soon they won't even remember that we're here and it's like leonardo dicaprio doing a weird dialect he loves to do weird dialects yeah. yeah um it's like that we see like holes dug in the desert and it's like this vast expanse of desert and slowly we see water just so we see like rain and water filling up the holes until like the water rises to meet the camera level and we're in like this lush forest the camera like pans over and it's a sign that says camp green lake uh-huh. girl scout camp girl scout or whatever camp. the world's first ever girl scout camp. <laughs> yeah the world's first ever girl, girl scout, scout camp. camp um so basically my pitch is that i want to explore this place what's happened to it since becoming um the girl scout camp and i think there has to be some kind of inciting incident that they're like swimming in the lake uh-huh. or like swimming at a swimming hole and they find these holes and maybe there there is still something left over from yeah so that's what that's why i was asking is like who are the characters in this? Are they a brand new cast who have yeah, nothing think, to do with... Yeah, I think it's a brand new cast, although I think we can have some callbacks to, like, some of the old inmates from here being, like, right. counselors or, like, right. stand, like Hector Zeroni was reunited with his mom and was like, I want to help other kids who are, um, you know, who ha- don't have good fortune or whatever to, to, like, have a better life. And so part of the camp is, like, Hector Zeroni is one of the... He wouldn't be a Girl Scout camp counselor, though. But Why not? Are there Are there female camp counselors for girl scouts only you mean yeah I, honestly i don't know i would imagine not but then again like boy scouts are, is just going to be like scouts of america now so like maybe i don't know yeah i don't know i mean like summer camp has has male and female right so maybe it's more contemporary now maybe it's just a summer camp maybe it's just camp green lake instead of like the world's first girl scout camp i don't know i'm i'm a, i'm still okay saying the world's first girl scout camp can have male employees Maybe they don't sleep in the bunks, but they can like be like the nurse or the head of administration. I don't yeah. know. The head of the weightlifting. Weightlifting. Or the cafeteria or whatever. Yeah. Um, where they're all eating canned peaches all the time. Yeah. All they eat is peaches. All they eat is peaches. And onions. Peaches and onion. Yeah. So we're going to make this incredible salad. It's going to be freaking delicious. It's peaches. It's okay. a fresh peach Anthony and onion. Okay, would never say freaking. I want you to get out your phone right now and look up Anthony Porowski freaking delicious. And you are going to feel so sorry in he one says minute. Freaking delicious. You're going to feel so sorry. I don't, I don't need to pull it out. I believe you. Everyone here is going to know that he says freaking a lot. He's like, it's freaking awesome. That's so weird. It's true though. It seems so uncharacteristic of him. Well, I also have my own, uh, what's it called? Something theory conspiracy theory mm-hmm. i have my own conspiracy theory that antony never finished a little life so he doesn't know how it ends and he doesn't know what the characters really do he just knows it's about gay men yeah <laughs> that's my and i really believe it i've got like consp- that's how i I've feel got, like, about you with angels in america how dare you say such a thing <laughs> like that i fucking i resent that i have like proof i could get out my like i know my conspiracy know. theory board with string and little pieces of cardboard that have wait my, a minute what's been behind this curtain yeah this let me pull time? this fucking oh curtain my down. this is God. my antony has never read a little life board. holy shit this is this is taking up our whole wall well i've got a lot of facts they all just say antony has antony never, has read, never a read a little life, life. <laughs> what the hell ah, i hit my mic <laughs> be careful please i can't um okay so do you you kind of get the pitch where i'm coming from yes but so so the kid you're saying the pitch is the girls discover the holes yeah and they're just like, why are there all these dug holes yeah, around so, like, camp? Yeah, so, like, I guess I don't know. I guess there's nothing. A lot of times we have, like, kind of, like, a steam train that's taken off. And I don't really have, like, a steam train for us yet. I have kind of, like, a, a scene painting. Doing a lot of scene painting workshops with Billy Merritt. Wow. 
I'm off. I'm off track. So what you have, what we you have, have like said, 15 minutes. what you have said so far is Camp Green Lake, yeah. which in the book canonically is like what happens after, yeah, the uh, holes it turns into a Girl Scout camp. Yeah, the Girl Scouts who live there now find all these dug holes, yeah. and they're like, "What the fuck?" But I, my question for you is: Is there still treasure in the holes? Maybe it's a maybe it's a horror movie. Maybe it's like a slasher movie. <laughs> but who's the slasher? Uh, Mr. Pendansky breaks out of prison and comes back. Who's Mr. Pendansky? Um, what's his name? Not John Voight, the other one. The one who was not Mr. Sir. Mr. Sir is John Voight. Mr. Pendansky is... Um, oh, no. Holes cast. Come back. Um, God, what's his name? Uh, just tell... Just, it doesn't really matter to me. Just remind me of Mr. Tim, Tim Blake Nelson. Okay. Is, I don't know who that is. So tell me what Mr. Pendansky did. What was his purpose? Him, Mr. Pendansky, the one that calls him mom. He's like the staff psychiatrist, but he's actually oh, like yeah. kind of abusive also and, and like also not a good a guy. Yeah. They're all criminals. They okay, are. Okay. So maybe, okay. They're all criminals. I like that. You're never going to believe this. Yeah. I have to pee so bad. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to go do a fan cast. Goodbye. Wait, you had to give me a topic, remember? Uh, Judy Garland. All right. Uh, welcome back to You Made Me Love You, the Judy Garland. Do it as a character. Shut the fuck up. I'm doing my podcast. God, some people are so rude. Welcome back to You Made Me Love You, the Judy Garland fan cast, where we talk about one Judy Garland performance that's really iconic per episode. Today we're going to be talking about Judy Garland singing I Don't Care uh, in that Big red dress, kicking cymbals and flapping her hands about. Now, that performance uh, really became a good gif, and people love to use it. But they don't know it's from a movie musical, and she's great. This is going well. I'm Judy Garland. Oh, my God, she's here. Judy Garland, she's here. Oh, my God. Marty. <laughs> Marty, you got to get out of the bathroom. Judy Garland. Oh, my God. She's running away. Oh, oh. Judy Garland was here. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. She, like. Where she, did she go? She's gone. I'll never understand what I did to deserve you. That was my Carolee Cremello in Parade. What else was she in? A lot of other things. Talk Everlasting recently. Was she in Curtains? No, Carolee Cremello wasn't in Curtains. I hope not, because I just said she wasn't, but want I don't think you, she was. Want me to sing you a memorable song from Curtains? Yes. Wow. Harsh. Curtains was a very fun show. Curtains was a really fun show. It shouldn't have been a musical. I, oh, that's actually I not true. It, being it just musical. wasn't memorable music. I, it was Candor and Ebb. It was like their last Is thing. it really? It wasn't entirely because... Oh my gosh, I cannot remember which one. One of them passed away before its completion, so there's like additional material. But it is a candidate. Oh, I feel bad part. for dunking on them now. It was the first Broadway musical I ever saw. I thought I saw curtains. I had a really good time. I had a fucking blast. It is. A, it was an amazing cast with like Karen Ziemba and Jill Pace and everybody and, and, and um, David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce, who, who was, danced like a dream and was so good. He was so funny. And the only thing that he didn't deserve was a Tony Award over Raul Esparza. For company? Yes. That's crazy. I know. That's crazy. Sometimes you look back on things and you're like, that was shameful of us for do- to, to do that. Yeah. How did we How did we manage to do that? That's, yeah, that's shameful. Insane. 
But wow. I don't mean for that to disparage his performance because he was so lovely. He just wasn't. Do you think Raul Esparza, when he didn't win the Tony, was like, make me confused, mock me with praise? I do think he did that from his seat, yes. Very minded. Like when they, when they have like... I'm doing a really good impression. Of it you. was good. Very my days, but alone is alone, not alone. Somebody oh, we got to keep going. You know what's amazing is we haven't said anything about holes yet. I, I think we might not release this episode, Al. We have to say something about holes. Holes is a great movie. Let's talk no, no, about no. it. No, no, no. I'm saying we. I refuse not to at least okay. take a stab at it. So, so hit me with something. Hit me with something. In here's okay. Here's my something. They. The girls are at a Girl Scout camp, yeah. and they start to notice that if they dive deep enough, they find these holes yeah. under there. Which is great. And lake. so I think that, but, but the thing is, it was so highly publicized about, like, everything that I think they would know that there were holes, but maybe they don't know where it was because it was, like, a juvenile detention center. So they don't yeah. even realize that they're at, like, the first ever, that they're at the old Camp Green so Lake. What I think is that they find the holes, and they're like, these are the holes from that famous story about those kids who are getting abused and digging holes in the right. middle of nowhere. And they're like, this was the holes camp. And it's, and like, they're all like, it's like 10 years later five years later i think even later i think it's like 20 years later i love it. and they're like what the fuck that's crazy and it becomes like one of those like things where it's like a camp story like this was the holes camp this was the holes camp yeah, everyone's yeah, like yeah. whoa cool but i also think because they can't like the counselors are like hey don't fuck around with it like we got lucky that we got like this beautiful camp and like let's not like let's not disturb shit and like let's not dig places we're not supposed to dig and they're like well, digging is what we do. So these girls will, like, go out in the middle of the night when the camp counselors aren't watching. With, like, scuba gear. And, like, take turns, like, holding yeah. their breath and going down and digging. And here's what I think. See, I'm going to I'm gonna drive this train because I'm like, I'm like, we're going to fucking do this one. Drive the train? I'm, like, literally saying, let's go, go. You're, I, this is great. I love it. I think they find something that, like... That they weren't supposed to find. I think they find something that exonerates Sam forever. Sam the Onion Man? Yes. But they he was already. Was he, though? Because in like, the past he was, but in the present was he? Yes. How? Well, what do you mean? He was just in love with kissing Kate. The only, his only crime was being in love with a white woman. I know, but he also got killed. And so maybe over time, the story changed where they like, I don't know. I want something. I want this story to have to do something with Sam. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The the problem is Sam like is is the most sympathetic character in the thing and has no faults really and maybe that's like a fault of the screenwriting but like yeah Sam but a, has- a, a sympathetic character doesn't necessarily mean that they are treated well by time or the rest of his family and descendants have money and are do you know what I'm saying like yeah I understand what you're saying that it's like oh we already love Sam it's like I know we love Sam right but I, I just like struggle to find a thing to do with Sam as part of like this story um. So, like, at the end of Holes, Stanley reverses his family's curse. Finds hashtag reverse the curse. Jeff hashtag probes. reverse the coast, curse. Oh, wow. <laughs> reverse the coast. Jeff curse. Jeff curse. Come on in, guys. Come on in, guys. And he, okay, he reverses the curse on his family. Yeah. Heck he finds, finds the, his mom. the fortune that is kissing Kate Barlow's. Yeah, and they use it to start their, he uses it to fund Sweet Feet's peach spray company. Is that true? Yeah. He he funds Sweet Feet's company or whatever because For Hector... For his father, right? No. His oh, father yeah, 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 yeah. has yes, the yes, odor yes. thing. Yeah, but then the Sweet Feet athlete uh-huh. is like the spokesperson of it. Right. But that's the odor thing. Yeah. And then they also use the money to help... 
Hector Zeroni find his mom. Yes. So what I'm saying is all of those people got good things from this fortune that was buried in the past. Yes. That was technically not kissing Kate Barlow. She stole it from uh, the warden's family. Walker. Yeah. It's the Walker fortune. So what I'm saying is either one, the Walkers want want revenge or two, they find some way to make Sam's family's life easier 20 years in the future. Yes. Sam wouldn't have a family. Yeah, I guess you're right. And I don't mean that as like a, your idea sucks because I like this idea, but Sam would have been like, Sam wouldn't have had a family. Why wouldn't he, he have had sisters or brothers? Yeah, I guess so. Who have all these cousins or whatever. You know what I mean? Sons and daughters who would grow up. Who yeah. he was like a he's a family icon who's a tragic figure. Because I, yeah. I agree with what you're saying. We don't need to exonerate him emotionally. We all love him. He's a tragic character. Right. He can fix that. He can fix that. Hmm. I love the Girl Scout camp thing. I just, I just want to know what the, the core conflict is. Yeah. No. Me too. They find a skeleton. And it was someone that that they killed, Dr. Pendansky. You find a bunch of peaches in jars, in jars and they start selling it like Girl Scouts sell things door to door, and then everybody gets really sick and everybody dies. The yeah, because they drink swamp water. <laughs> they drink swamp water and 100-year-old peaches. I'm completely at a loss. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I'm trying to give you plot thoughts. Yeah. Because you gave us a really good setting, but we don't know the genre, and we don't know the protagonist. That's why I was like, let's make it horror. <laughs> Dr. Pendansky comes back to the Girl Scout camp. Mr. Sir and Pendansky come back to the Girl Scout camp. I like the idea of like the Girl Scouts selling peaches as a way to like make money. Yeah. That they're like, we sell peaches, we sell homegrown onions, these are the famous Sam's onions, and, and all proceeds go to benefit the Girl Scouts troop and Sam's family. Uh-huh. You know, Sam's long descendants or whatever. They all go to his whatever. And then Pendansky and Sir come back. And... What do they want? They want to kill everyone at the camp. But why? Because they're psychos. Just because they're psychos? Yeah, the, the venom that was in her nail polish made him lose his mind. <laughs> See, now I like that. I, I'm going to... I hate to say no to things because nothing, no, does no ideas deserve just like no. But like, I'm not interested in a slasher film where two old men go after Girl Scouts. Do you know what I mean by that? But I do like the idea of the venom being a thing that they don't know exists, and that like maybe okay. So this is something I'm more interested in. Maybe because they find out it's the Holes Camp, and they're like the counselors like girls please don't dig where you're not supposed to dig like that like if we've learned anything like don't dig too deep you don't like what you find down there like just stop that's the poster also don't dig too deep i'm still okay with this being horror but they find all this like shit from like the last time that people lived here do you know what i mean yeah like shovels shovels and things and also like bottles of nail polish and they're all painting each other's nails and like yeah that's good right and so it becomes this weird like psychological thing where they're all inadvertently poisoning each other turquoise nail polish and they're like oh cool they're like, I bet this was kissing Kate Barlow's. And it's like, no, that was the warden's nail polish that she put iguana venom in right. or whatever. And they don't know that. So Lizard they're venom. just like painting each other's nails and blah, blah, blah. And it becomes like this, like, what? 
there's a movie like this where people are like the whole population is like inadvertently poisoned themselves and they've like gone insane and everyone like coming in from the outside is like what's happening all these people are like acting crazy is it like the mist something like that i was even thinking of like um even though this isn't a good one-to-one comparison uh jacob's ladder yeah cool so yeah so this is they start like experimenting and it's like camp camp green lake and they're like putting on the nail polish and then like two of them get in a fight with then like they're like doing stuff and they get in a fight and they're like yeah well you don't even deserve to be here and she hits the other one and it cuts her face and then like they all go to sleep and they're like all right everybody break it up break it up come on don't do that they all go to sleep and then in the middle of the night they hear a splash in the lake and they it's like a tight shot on the door and the door opens and you see a girl swimming in the lake by herself Mm -hmm. and she's like out in the middle of the water and they're like sarah sarah are you okay and she just like turns in the water and she's smiling and her eyes are like glistening in the moonlight and she's like don't dig too deep and goes straight under the water like she's pulled under is she no she's like she's like a a a water spirit i mean not really but she's like a wait is she magical no, no no she just is insane i like it i like i like the idea that because they because curiosity killed the cat their obsession with the past cursed them a la madame zaroni yeah do you know what i mean yeah so how do they hashtag reverse the curse they do have to hashtag reverse the curse <laughs> I think they have to find Hector Zeroni or Stanley Yelnats to be yeah, like, how it, did you reverse the curse? Yeah, it's like a scene in that horror movie where they call, um, oh shit, what's his name? Who plays the big boss in John Marvel? Boy. No, 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 no. They, they call the actor who I think is such a bad actor who plays Private Pyle in, um, wow, I can't think of any movie or any TV show or any actor's name right now. Private Pyle? Gomer Pyle. Um, he's Kingpin in Marvel Netflix. He, he uh he talks like this and he's a bad actor john bernthal no, no he's good no he's like wow i'm so happy that you're here doing this i know who you're talking about but i don't know his name i'm sorry i'm so bad at remembering names right now sometimes it happens to me too vincent d'onofrio yeah that's it it's hard to build a new franchise with new characters and only the setting is the same. Yeah. So should we just, should we just stop? Character. I don't want to just stop. I, I just don't. This isn't good. Here's my last attempt at a pitch. Okay. It's less horror movie than Disney Channel original movie. All the girls find out that this was the Holes camp. Mm-hmm. And what starts as a well-meaning way to help the Girl Scout camp of being like, we should sell peaches. We should sell this. We should make new Girl Scout cookies that are like peach can peach flavor we should name it after madame zaroni like onion brownies <laughs> like onion brownies we'll make you know fortune, co- fortune yeah like madame zaroni's fortune cookies and, exactly um, and so it starts selling really well and people like love it because like people love being like oh this was used to be the whole sca- yeah exactly and like people also love like weird tragedy to be like ooh, wow this wow, is the place where those kids love. had to yeah like she died and those kids had to dig holes Ooh, wow and it starts off really well and like it becomes like a flourishing Girl Scout camp or yeah. whatever. And then they like get, you know, they somehow in the course of this, like run into Hector Zeroni, who's become the new Madame Zeroni, who's like, greed will, greed will tear you apart, young ladies. You know what I mean? Like, and he's like. Is he magic? Well, so he says. Pass down. He says he curses them for their greed and for, for their like whatever. But why? He says, okay. Think of this more like a Disney Channel original movie. Like, really get on board with Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, okay, okay. These Girl Scouts are 
starting off just trying to help their camp and right. then get extremely greedy and are profiting off somebody else's misery. Right. And so when they run into the real Hector Zeroni and they think he's going to like sponsor them and be excited. He's like, he's like greed gets you nowhere. Beware. Beware that the the curse of greed will only end in 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 tragedy. Right. And I, th- I honestly think I'm really leaning into DCOM. Him being like, like the Zeronis before me, I curse exactly. you. I think he has to make, in, the my, will, in the words yes. of my grandfather, in the, in the words of my grandmother, greed only breeds suffering. Right. And so they're like, oh my God, did we just get cursed? We just got cursed by Hector Zeroni. But because you think you have gotten something, you act that way. Yes. He never cursed them. He's just a Yeah, dude. he gets on a Skype call with his girlfriend and he's like, just talk to some Girl Scouts. That's exactly right. He's just a dude. Yeah. But they're like, oh my God, we're cursed. And so because they see curse, they are cursed. And so like all their lives fall apart and they fight with their boyfriends and their parent. And they get in fights with their parents and the Girl Scout camps, you know, it has to like shut down because they all fought so much and they're like wow we really were cursed our whole everything got shut down and they go to like and then they realize through trying to rebuild it that they were able to like get things back up on their feet on their own yeah and then they see Hector Zeroni and they're like is the curse reversed we we gave all the money back to Sam's family who needed it because we found his like old ancestors, like his sister's sisters, cousins, brother, kids. And yeah. we gave all the money that we made that we didn't need for the camp that we were keeping for ourselves. We gave it back to Sam's family who deserved it. Yeah. And we found this 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 knickknack of kissing Kate and we actually swam under the lake and exactly. buried it back with a stone we, and put a marker right. there we to used to charge this. people ten dollars to see it and instead we put it back where it belonged and like we we you know we took all that money and donated it to right. he's like is the curse reversed now and he's and like he's there like, never was a curse i'm just a fucking dude who lives in harlem yeah like <laughs> and then he's like there never was a curse at all yeah, he says he looks, i'm just a fucking dude who lives in harlem and he says those exact words in this disney channel yeah, exactly <laughs> and then he looks to the camera and he goes but in the words of my grandmother some curses last a lifetime and then it goes oh my god and then then we look and hector's ronnie's turned into two chameleons yeah that's good and he's like bite you once bite you twice a little water pay the motherfucking price bite you once bite you twice i'm a chameleon i'm an iguana with poisonous venom <laughs> <laughs> and it turns into are you afraid of the dark i love are you afraid of the dark uh but that's my pitch is yeah. that it's less like serious and more like wow, we're going to exploit the tragedy that came before us here yeah. to help like our that. camp. And then we, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I and it's like just that. a cast of like young, hip. Yeah, who's in our cast? I don't know anyone who is like a current it's Disney like, Channel star. It's like Ariana Grande. She's old. I know, but it, but it, it, she can still play an 18-year-old girl, right? She can be like one of the counselors. Maybe she can be one of the counselors, but she's like... Once upon a time, I could name you the the girls who were on the Disney Channel who played teenagers, yeah. and now I can no longer. Yeah. And that's okay, because there comes a certain time that you shouldn't be concerned with people that age. <laughs> okay, so here, I've got it. I've got it all. It's Christy Carlson Romano. It's Hilary Duff. Exactly. It's Ariana Grande. It's Selena Gomez. It's <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. These are actually, those ones are before my time. Like, Christy Carlson Romano is, like, my time. Oh, for sure. Can Beans be in it? Yeah, Beans. Oh, because Shia should be in it, too. He should make a cameo, and he's really old. Super Shia old. was Stanley Yelnats, right? Yeah. He was really good in that movie. He was. He's a very good actor. When we talk he's about not. how he's a good actor a lot in this. Do we? Yeah. He's just such a such a strange man. It's an unusual fellow. An unusual fellow. And in the movie, they go to him and they're like, "You were at Camp Crystal, Camp Green Lake once. 
what do you remember from it? And he's like doing some weird performance piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, we have to go to the moving arts visual arts museum in la yell at a wall (laughs) yeah exactly and they Mm -hmm. have to like get through like all these like crazy art pieces to meet stanley yelnats that's so meta but it's really actually pretty funny funny. like if i i'm honest like if i saw a movie where people had to meet a character that shia labeouf played but they had to go to like the museum of the moving image and like like astoria yes and like find stanley yelnats but really it's just like an xp for shia labeouf who's like xp like um uh a a veiled um, how do you spell it e x p y how do I say how do I explain I got this? so much XP in Fortnite last night <laughs> I dropped I got to final five four times in a row it's crazy that I just used the word so confidently and now I'm like to explain it I will say it's fine I will cut this this whatever um. But yeah, I, I do like, I actually think that is funny that yeah. they've tried to find Stanley Yelnats for advice and reversing the curse. He's like a weird performance artist. Yeah, I like that. That's funny. Love when movies speak to me as a person and they go, we all know this is acting, right? <laughs> These are all actors. You live in the real world. Well, this was not our best. No, it wasn't. You did a lot of, you did a lot of fixing and I appreciate that. Sure. I don't know if we're going to release this one. After I just fixed it, I can fix that. <laughs> I take all your movie pitches and I go, I can fix that. That's not true. You have a lot of wonderful ideas. And I take all your movie pitches and go, I curse you, bitch. <laughs> thinner, thinner. You get thinner and thinner. What is that from? From the movie, Thinner. <laughs> is that really true? Yeah. You killed my doctor. I curse you, Thinner. I've never seen the movie, but I have seen the on-demand trailer for it while looking through the TV Guide channel. Insane. About 200 times 15 years ago. So it's just and that person still, keeps getting thinner and thinner? Yeah, it's actually pretty scary. They like waste, I mean, they're like wasting scary. away. That's scary because it's real. And people do get sick and they waste away. And that, that's why it's scary. I'm looking up thinner right now. When did it come out? It's a horror movie. It probably came out in like the early 2000s. Oh, no, it's late. Uh, earlier, 1996. I was about to say, I... This has completely evaded my knowledge. And that makes sense because I was way too young to like be seeing that. Um, but you were too young to be seeing that. Yeah, but I saw Chucky once and slept in my parents' room for 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> I still sleep in my parents' room. Every night I leave New York City and I go back home. And I sleep, and I sleep my in my parents', parents house, room. And then I come back here. What's so wrong with that? Uh, Billy is an obese lawyer who accidentally hits a gypsy with his car after his wife distracts him. Given his influence in town and a general prejudice against gypsies, he manages to brush the incident under the rug with some unethical legal help from his associates. However, the victim's father, Tad Zulemke, Michael Constantine, places a curse on the heavyset man. He starts to lose weight at an alarming rate, which is followed by other macabre events. Interesting. It's a good premise. It is a good premise. The whole gypsy thing is racist, but like, but I, I, I like the premise of... Hey, you you rich bastard. You think you can sweep this under the rug? No, we you can't. Oh, I didn't realize the story was by Stephen King. Oh. Let's play Guess That Metacritic score. 4.6. Uh, it's out of 100%. 4.6. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, the answer is 33%. This oh, wow, been, it's bad. <laughs> this has been another episode of Making Number Two. Um, you know what? I, I Here's the reason I think we should release this one. This one required hard work. 
And but I don't... sometimes the process does. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes things come to us like fully born. We're like, okay, it's Mrs. Doubtfire. Everybody doubtfires each other. Boom, 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 boom. Everything falls into place. Sometimes with a story, somebody's like, hey, write a sequel to Holes. Um, I don't know. We don't have any of the actors back, but here's the location. And a bunch of writers are like, well, fuck. And you know what? We did that today. Yeah, we did. You're right. And Selena Gomez is in it, and Christy Carlson Romano, and they're all and Hillary Duff. They all like, turn towards the camera and like <laughs> all the Cheetah Girls, Raven Simone, uh, Annalise Vanderpool. I think that's her name, the redheaded girl. I, I couldn't tell you. I think that's her name. I have tr- beans is my frame of reference. <laughs> you just keep saying beans. Beans teams team Pup and Suds. What? Oh, team oh, Pup oh, and oh, Suds oh, 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 from Suds from, from um, Brink. Brink. What a great show, movie. Movie decom. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. We're gonna watch a Disney Channel movie. It's funny because it's just the same thing, but it was just changing sort of tenses. (laughs) It's like, let's watch it. We're gonna watch it. Yeah, it's like, let's listen to the podcast. You're listening to our podcast. We're doing... A, a podcast. podcast. <laughs> it's just saying exactly what you're going to do as you do it, like that really bad ad that we saw with the Taylor Swift commercial. Oh, my God. I hate that ad so much. Marty was visibly, like, and, like, Sick. like audibly, like, being like, oh, my God, like, in a movie theater. Oh, because I hated it. It gave me, it gave no, me anxiety. It look, made me panic. You're right. It was just funny that, like, in a movie theater, you were like, no. And oh, you, my God. And you know what makes me happy is I can't remember what it was for. I can't remember the product and I can't remember the copy, which means it was a terrible ad. Because yeah. it was like, now she's doing this. Now she's doing this. Now she's doing this. Now Taylor's doing this. Now Taylor's doing this. Now Taylor's doing this. Well, it was either for her album, like a preview of her album or... It was like something on demand. Coke? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, anyway, folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. If you like this, which... God love you. God love you. God bless if you're this far in. Um, you can go ahead and throw us up a little rating review on iTunes. Hit like on your big phone. Hit like on your big <laughs> phone. Take your big finger on your big phone and hit like. Uh, or you can reach us on Twitter at, at making number two, the number two, not spelled T-W-O. Yep. And until next time. See you at the movies. I pointed at Allie. See you at the movies. Oh, my God. Judy Garland's back. See you at the movies, darling. Oh, Liza's here also. Hey, who's in there talking about movies? Oh, it's Carol Channing turning into Liza Minnelli. They're they're meshing. Don't tell me not to live to sit and butter. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. Carol Channing never did... uh, uh, Dolly Levi? No, she did Dolly Levi. She just didn't do Funny Girl. That's what I meant. Isn't Dolly Levi... um, In Funny Girl? No. Isn't Dolly Levi... Dolly will never go away again. Yes. That's in Funny Girl, right? And they're like, Funny Girl never, never goes go away. away again. Here's my last question. Yes. What is the name of the lead character in Funny Girl? Mark? Yeah, it's Mark. Crankus. Oh, it's Mark Crankus. You got it. No, give me a hint. It's a real person who is a Ziegfeld, a Ziegfeld Follies girl. So it's a, oh, it's a real person. Marilyn Monroe. Yep. Bombshell the Musical, as written by Julie Stein. No, here, give me one more hint. I got it. It starts with an F? No, better hint. Uh, it's... First sli- initial it's, of the first name, last initial... I mean, first initial of the last name. How about this? I'll do you one better. The first name is slang, especially in, like, Britain, for someone's vagina. Oh, you know what? I know the answer now. Yes. But I'm not going to say it. Why not? Because it's much funny for me to be like, vagina. 
vagina grice. <laughs> grice. Which is very close, right? Am I right? Yes. Yes. Also, you could have just been like, it's what people call their butts. I liked my clue just fine. Do people call vaginas fannies in... Yes. Wow. And that's why when we're like, I'm putting it in my fanny pack, like, what? And you're like... like oh, yes, of that. course. The star of Funny Girl. Pussy galore. That's that, that's what I truly thought you were going to say, is pussy galore. We'll see you at the movies. See you at the movies.